Welcome to the Solution Point, where we talk about solutions for your life, uh, your business, and the law. And as always, my co-host, uh, Catalina Dickerson. Everybody, happy Thursday. We tape on Thursday. Yes. <laughs> and, and so today we have a very special guest. He's, he's, uh, he started out as one of my clients, and now I've turned into one of his clients. Uh, David Garza. He uh, is the owner of Print Express. It's a local print shop and they do all kinds of things. They, mm -hmm. he, he wrapped my mobile office and he did a fantastic job. I've gotten nothing but compliments there. Um, so with, without further ado, David, uh, tell us a little bit about your, tell our audience a, a little bit about yourself and, and then we can talk about the, the solution you've got. Sure. Hi. Hi. Hey, everybody. Uh, David Garza. Um, yeah, so a little bit about myself. Uh, I've been in this printing business for 13, going on 14 years now. Uh, we've pretty much uh, grown this business over the years. A uh, little bit of history on this printing business that we're in. Uh, my dad started it before I was even born. And uh, I started pretty much right out of high school. And uh, I saw some things that he was doing that was still uh, applicable in the 80s, but not so much in the millennial times that we live in. And um, yeah, yeah, we've made some positive changes and it's been good for our business. All right. Well, tell us, tell us a little bit about what the, what the problem and solution that, that, that you're, you've come up with. All right. So uh, my my dad, um, when I started, he, he, his mind was already set on retirement. So it was no longer a mindset of somebody who is hungry for more business. It was more of a mindset of this is good. I'm fine with what I've got. I don't need any more business. And I am a very ambitious person. And I was like, no, 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 no. We I see what you're doing and it's working, but here's some of the things that I think you're doing wrong. And uh, it was probably, I would say about five years into uh, my career, my partnership with my dad, that um, I, he finally opened up the books and let me see how much money we're spending on certain items and how much more money we could potentially be making have we, had we brought some of that work in-house. Because uh, what he was doing is he was outsourcing some of this work and he would make a small profit on it. And it wasn't until I started getting into it and I told him like, no, dad, we could buy this piece of equipment. Mm -hmm. We could be the person making a, a, a better profit. And uh, yeah, his mindset, I don't know if you all, if you all have ever worked with a person whose mind is already set to retirement. They're done with the risk-taking. They're done with the learning and it, they're set in their ways. And a lot of times it's, it's good. It's a good practice. But if you're a younger guy like myself, it's like you, you want to do more. You want to make more money. You want to grow a business. You want it to be bigger. You want it to be better. You want to provide better service. And the, the, the list can just be nonstop. Um, so yeah, he, he's like, you know what? Uh, I think you've got a, something going here. Go find what you're looking for. Bring me back the bill. And I want nothing. I don't want to learn anything about it other than 
now we do it here and you're going to take care of it. And that's exactly what I did. And it's been, it's, it was a really good decision to, to have made. And I love that story because I've also read, um, you, you were featured in, in our newsletter when we heard, a, uh, you contributed to our newsletter um, in 2020 and gave us the story. And, and we'll have that link for our uh, viewers in the, in the description so you guys can take, check that story out. Uh, but I'm hearing uh, with my analytical mind, the problem and the solution and what I, what I picture, and this is my track background, but I see the passing of the baton, you know, and how that happens as the problem, right? You know, how do we pass the baton, you know, from your dad, you know, to, to the younger generation? And so this sounds like, you know, you've created, you know, in, this is your interpretation and your solution for it, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And what, one of the things, just to, just a plus one on that, you're, you're one of the rare situations. Um, typically, uh, the, the uh, family business, the first generation starts it, they build it up, they pass it to the second generation, the second generation just wants to get by and maintain it. By the third generation, nobody cares or knows why they even started it. Uh, and it's gone. And, and so that's a very common uh, uh, cycle in a family business. You're, you're, you're one of those exceptions. And there are some exceptions. And I, I, some of them I can, I can say are, are clients of mine that are that, that, are that generational uh, uh, business. And, and so the, the key there, is, in my opinion, is that both of you had to kind of know, know your place and, and then be ready to turn the keys over at the right time. So, you know, you needed to learn, know your place. In other words, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm not the owner yet, but I have these ideas and I've got to present them in a certain way. I can't just say, dad, you're doing it wrong. And this is the only way we can do, you know, you, you've got to have that finesse to, to be able to, to show uh, what, 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 can, what can come up. And, and, and likewise, your dad, he had to, had to be ready to say, hey, you know what, this, could, this, this can be a good opportunity. Uh, I, need, you know, I can still accomplish what I want and be more laid back, but I can let him take that on. And, and, and eventually you, you took over the, the, the business and now you're, now you're the big boss. Right, yes. Tell us a little more about how that business succession rolled out for you, because this is a term, you know, that that we use and that, you know, we coach our clients to come to us for, you know, is to go ahead and, and have a plan. Not only you have your estate plan and for when you pass on, but when you don't pass on and the things that you want to do, how did that business succession roll out for you? Yeah, well, we had talked about this uh, throughout the many years of me working here and how we were going to accomplish that. And, and, and also the same ambition that I have now was still the same as it was when, uh, when, when we would have these discussions. So I think my dad knew that, that you know, I, I wasn't planning on just to maintain, uh, not only just to maintain what we've already accomplished, but to continue to, to grow it. And um, I mean, 
Mike was a really good help with us um, on that. And, you know, very thankful for, for his service. It was very, he made it really simple for us. Like it was, we, we knew what we wanted. Um, and that was good, good resource to have. So. And how's it feel now? It feels good. Yeah. I like, uh, I like what I do and I'm, I'm seeing how I, I do things, manage things a lot differently. And it's, uh, it's, it's still a very, um, it, it can be a stressful environment at times. Just it's, it's a constant rush. It just never stops. It's just a constant rush. Uh, when you have the word express linked to your business, yep. everybody takes that serious. So, you know, we haven't talked about this yet, but we're, we're trying to open up another business. And the other day uh, I went out, to, uh, to, to another company who's helping us through the process. And I got to work there for a few days and I was just sitting there and I was like, wow, this is a work environment is so much different, so much different. Like at here at, at the print shop, we're just like, it's just constant, constant rush. It, it's as soon as you think you're done, a whole other list of things is waiting to be finished. And uh, I like that, you know, that's what I've been used to. Um, so to go from, you know, one work environment to another and realize like, wow, like this work area is, is just constantly moving compared to like, you let things sit and just wait around for a couple hours before you do the next process without any phones ringing or customers walking in, you know? Uh, so yeah, a little bit about this other business we're trying to open. Yeah. Tell, uh, tell us about that so, cap you're wearing. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're trying to open up a, a microbrewery here in Laredo and uh, we're pretty close to it. We'll, we'll find out in the next week or so if, um, if, if the city of Laredo is gonna allow us to operate. And um, so far it looks like it, it will, but oh man, the nerves are, uh, are going all over the place with it. So yeah, we're gonna attempt opening up a a microbrewery here in Laredo. Since the pandemic started, uh, I needed some extra hobbies to do since I was unable to hang out with friends or do the things that I was used to normally doing. So I picked up on a couple of things. I got into mountain biking and started biking all over Laredo. Um, even took a trip to Colorado and took my bike out there and it was awesome. But uh, I started getting into brewing and brewing beer at home and they were coming out pretty good. Uh, I like craft beer. I, uh, it's usually if I go to HEB and I want to buy some, some beer for the, the weekend or a barbecue, I'm staying away from all the big name brands and just going straight to as local as we can get. So it's usually just any Texas beer that I could find at the HEB shelves. Um, and I think there's a market here for it, you know, and at, at, from, from the people that I've talked to about it, like everybody seems like, they're ready for it. I think Laredo's ready for it. Well, I was teasing Kat before before you came on. I said, I think David's going to say, well, the problem is we don't have enough beer. And so I'm, I'm coming up with a solution. And uh, so, uh, but but I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. And I'm still waiting for my six pack sampler. Uh, <laughs> oh, <for sure. laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know what? Uh, it, it is a problem. There is no craft beer 
yeah. in, in Laredo, there, there's craft beer that is coming from other places mm -hmm. around Texas and uh, other parts of the country, uh, but nobody is doing it locally. Um, I, the closest local brewery is either going to be in San Antonio or in the Valley. Yeah. So two and a half, three hours away from us. So, you know, if have y'all ever been to a microbrewery? You have, I, I haven't. Have. I, every time he wants to take me, I was pregnant. <laughs> so no point uh, in the that. One that, that I, I forget what the name of the brewery is. Uh, it's the one that's over behind like the Alamo Dome. Not sure which one that is. Uh, it's not the real, it's not the, not the real part. That's no, not the real ale. It's, it's, it's another one, but I can't remember the name off the top of my head. He's, the, the owners are Rotarian and I was doing an event and one of the one of the little side trips that you could take was a, a, a tour. And so um, we'll find out what it is and we'll put the name in the comments below <laughs> in the description below. Yeah. That's cool. So I mean, but you are juggling a lot of things, you know, and and but it seems like the brewery experience in comparison to the, what you were experiencing with work, it's almost like a Zen environment, right? It's like, you know, you have to do something, you have to let, let it mellow, let it wait, you know, tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, how that, you know, made you feel and, and how you want to kind of have that, you know, how are you going to take that and make it, put that in your own brewery, that experience? Yeah. So, um, the brewery I went to, and I'm happy to share it because uh, it's a veteran-owned and operated brewery in Mission, Texas. Uh, you guys, when you're out in McAllen, go check these guys out. They're, I, I believe they're, they're open to public Thursday through Sunday. What's the uh, name? They're called Five Five by Five Brewing Company. Okay. Five Just by like, Five. Like five, yeah, five x five. So Five by Five Brewing Company. Yeah. And uh, these guys opened up their doors for us. Uh, and you know the the owners are like i said they're veterans uh they're super cool super cool people and when uh i i pitched this idea of a microbrewery to the distributors here in laredo uh, one of the distributors gave me the contact info and he just told me like they told me like these guys are awesome they're gonna want to help you give them a call and i did and i'm very happy that i did um, like I said, they've let me go into their brewery, uh, work basically for free, but actually work for beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, get to hang out with their employees, uh, get to ask all the questions I need to ask, uh, get hands-on experience. And, uh, I haven't been there when they're open to public. I specifically wanted to go during production days mm -hmm. and I spent a couple of days out there and it's totally different from a, a normal job, I guess, or totally different from a normal job that I think is normal. And the normal job for me is always rushing. Yeah. So there was a lot of uh, process in it, right? You, you grain, uh, you, you mill your grains, you, it's a process, right? You, you boil it for an hour, you're sitting around for an hour waiting for the boil to be done. Then you're sitting around waiting for it to cool down a little and, and all, all of which, uh, at least in my experience with it, was awesome because the people you end up working with, in this case with these these Marine veterans, you you 
I could see it in, in them that they create this, uh, even a stronger brotherhood than they've already got. And it was, it was nice. They allowed me into that circle and asked, you know, silly questions with each other. And it, it, you know, doing the things that they would do when they were overseas, when they didn't have any internet or cell phones to entertain themselves with. Uh, but yeah, pretty cool. And then the, cool. your hat, the name here, can you give us a little more detail and where, why did you come up with that name? Yeah, so the name of our brewery is gonna be Saludos Brewing Company. And uh, I wanted to do something since Laredo is very like Tex-Mex, I thought, what's, a, what's a, a word in Spanish that even the non-Spanish speaker would understand? And uh, something that also sounds welcoming and where we are non-discriminative. We allow anybody to come in and hang out as long as you're a cool person, right? And uh, yeah, just one night I was thinking and thinking and as I was going to sleep, seems like that's when the best ideas come to life uh, and keeps me up at night. Mm -hmm. uh, I just thought, Saludos sounds kind of cool. And told my wife about it and she's like, that's awesome. It sounds really good. I was mm -hmm. like, I, yeah, I think so. And that's, that's how it came up. <laughs> And I, and the reason why I ask, cause you know, as a marketer and, and I had a, a background in, in art, I love it. I love the S the S is, a, is it's, it is, it's in, it's in itself kind of welcoming. You can almost feel the hug of the S the way it swirls. And then the star just, it shows Texas, right? So, and any significance right. with the stars? Yeah. So, uh, I was as we were coming up with logo designs, we, we have we have two different logo variations. Uh, and I could show you the other one if you'd like. But uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine uh, who owns a coffee shop here in Laredo. And he's like, I, I, he's, he's also a graphic designer. And I was like, hey, dude, what do you think of this logo? He's like, man, it looks awesome. He's like, if you want to make it like even more like significant to Laredo, he's like, there's Laredo is known for having seven flags, right? So he said, why don't you put seven stars? I was like, I was like dude, that's, that's awesome. There we go, yeah. A plus plus. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good deal. So that, that's how that came about. Um, and our other uh, variant logo is the same thing, but instead it's a, there's a, a map of Texas with a big star right where Laredo is. Right, and that's- yeah, show it to us. And that, I mean, while yeah. you look that up, well, that's one of my pet peeves, right, Mike, is that we, when you look at a Texas map, I'm always the one, you know, you find something, you know, at Marshall's or TJ Maxx or home decor stores or just wherever. And I know I get kind of a little peeved when I don't see a star or Laredo, you know, they, some other random Texas city, but not Laredo. I just don't think it's right. Well, if, if that's the case, I think you would like this variant. Uh, this is our first concept, so. Oh yeah. Well, oh, let, let's show and tell. Let me get the probate to the Texans Guide of the Probate Process. This is Mike's latest probate book, and I've made sure that the the Texas had it in Laredo. Of course, it's all backwards right now, but yeah, we can see it correctly. Oh, you can't. Okay, cool. <laughs> I can't. Good deal. 
Yeah, that, I mean, we want to put Laredo on the beer map. Um, so we'll be, we'll be working hard at that. That, that, that sounds good. I'm look, I'm looking forward to, 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 to tasting those and, and hopefully, uh, the city is, is open-minded and, and thinking, uh, progressively, uh, as they claim to be, uh, to try to, you know, promote, promote our, our business environment for, for us to grow and, and get these creative ideas going because yeah. one of the things that you're doing is you're, you're stepping outside of the box you're, you're, I mean, as, as we approach the end of this pandemic, we think, knock on wood, uh, you know, things are, are going to a new normal. And so a lot of businesses have just shut down, have failed. And, and you're, you're, you know, saying, nope, I'm not going down. I'm adding on. I'm going to put another business on. And, and mm -hmm. so that should be applauded and, and, it, and it should be, um, you know, helped and nurtured and so I, I just hope that the that the city does give you give you the the permits you need to to take the next steps and and get this this business going because you know it, it anytime that that you create new business you you help the community because you you're going to hire people right um uh and and so you you create employment you create things for people to do and so right. it's, it's a, it's, it's an opportunity to, to also be Laredo proud, you know, right. Hey, this, this is, you know, this is a, you know, a beer that's, that, that's brewed in, 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 in our hometown. Uh, I know that when, when we go in, in, in the mobile office to, to our, um, conferences in, in, in Arizona, I, I take a, a cooler full of uh, Shiner Bach and, and I, I say, I, I got to bring my Texan beer. <laughs> I got to bring my Texan beer. And now I'm going to, you know, once, once you get going, you're the beer I'm going to bring and introduce it to, to, to Arizona. Nice. Nice. Well, we, we will be doing several different styles. Uh, and that's the beauty of it too. Uh, even when I went to five by five, they have a whole big list of beers that they uh, brew throughout the year. They might not always have it on tap, but you know it's going to come around, yeah. you know, again, it's going to come back around eventually. Uh, and that's exactly what we plan on doing. We're going to be following uh, Fire by Fire's footsteps uh, a lot of the way. And, you know, I hope, I hope it does good. I think it will do good. Um, I, I think I've got a pretty decent taste in beer. So I think... Um, We'll be we'll be coming up with some really good stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I wish you a lot of luck on that. Now, now, as we're getting closer to 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 uh, the end of our time, uh, we we also want don't want to let you go without talking about a uh, core value. And so, uh, core values, as our as our audience knows, uh, we're we're really into to to those things because those are the things that we use to to make decisions in our business or in our life i know in the scouts we have the 12 points of the scout law and and so um why don't you share uh one of your core values and that, that you use in making decisions in in your business or in in your life sure uh so yeah um one of the big things that's been uh has always been with me and this just goes for business 
Um, when, when I was telling you guys earlier how I pushed my dad to make these new investments and that I was going to take them on, aside from just making a, a larger profit, uh, but also to hire more people, um, I started focus on what, what is doing good for Laredo, right? And one of the things, one of our longest traditions here in Laredo has been uh, the Washington's birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. And I've really pushed hard on joining their, their board membership because I wanted to be part of this group of people who are, are bringing business, not only you know, to, to themselves or to other smaller bits and pieces, but to the entire city. And I, I started to see the benefit of it every, every January and February when the celebration would start where we would be super busy and it wouldn't just be from the association. It would be from other people who are participating in these events. And then I started seeing the restaurants are more busy. The, the hotels are busier. The, the people doing like trophies and awards, those little small businesses are doing better. And I really wanted to be part of that. I wanted to be part of that group that was making things better. So core value, I would say for me, is definitely pro-business. I think uh, it always has been, and it probably always will be. And uh, family business, you know, that's, that's the, the key for me. Um, so if we're talking about a core value in business, it's just, Let's, let's go get it. You know, that's, mm -hmm. it's, it's out there. You, you can do it. Uh, all you got to do is have the right mindset. And um, I, I think that's kind of sums it up maybe. Yeah. And I, we follow you on, on Instagram and on the social platforms. And I think I, I see that as well, you know, and you, we tag each other, you know, it's a local business supporting another local business. Then we saw each other at the bagel place, you know, the, tr the truck bagel uh, place, which was fantastic. And I'll put their name down there too, <laughs> but it's, it is that it is, you know, we have to support each other. You know, we have to just, yes. you know, be out there. You know what, what does it cost you, you know, to do a little share, to let people know, you know, I don't spend that much time. People might be surprised on social media. I might get there just a little bit, do what I need to do for work. But if I see something that's of people that I believe in, you know what, let me help them out. Let's, you know, give them a shout out. Let's give them a right. share. Let's give them the business. Yeah. You know, and that's important to identify, make that effort um, to, to help your local businesses, your, your chamber of commerce businesses and, and, and help sustain that economic development. Right. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you a single dollar, you know, to, to do, to share those posts, to shout out your favorite businesses. Um, and just to, just overall, just, just be a good person, just to be a good person. It, it really does go a long way. And I'm, I'm starting to see that come to, to life. You know, I, I've, never, I've never pushed away my competitors in the printing business. I've always welcomed them with open doors. Like, hey, if there's something I can help you with, by all means, give me a call, shoot me an email, come to the, come to the print shop. Like you need to borrow uh, some, some, uh, some merchandise. Like, yeah, I could sell it to you at cost or you can just give it back to me when you get your shipment in. And, um, that's the, it's, it's, it pays off, you know, 
that was last that was last week's core value the golden rule i think we had our guest and and that's i mean that's what it is do unto others as you'd have them do unto you yeah and i've I've been practicing that for a while and i think i've seen it come to you know i've seen more benefits to it than than the contrary right The, the the thing is one of one of the things that my mentor always says is givers get and so if you're open and like, like the five, five for five or five by five, uh, like the Richard James group that we're involved with, um, we, when, when you're open to, to, to share and, and, and help somebody else, it's going to come back to you. And that person may not be the one that, that, that rewards it, but it comes back because you're, 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 you're just, a, will, will attract those things because when you, when you give back, people want to reciprocate and people see that you're, that you're confident. You're, you're, you know, you're not uh, afraid of your competitor. Oh, if, if, if they know, you know, whatever, they know the cost of this or, Hey, well, here's my opportunity to have them fail their client. And then uh, I can just say, well, if you had just come to me, we could do it you know, instead of making them look bad, you, you, you're there like, Hey, I can be, I'm, I'm, I'm here to back you up. If you, if you need help, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're, they're going to come to you when they have a job. If they get a job, that's too big, they're going to come and try to say, Hey, can we partner on this? Cause I know you've got the capacity and together we can accomplish it. So it can bring in those, those extra things. Um, but the, the other thing that I wanted to say that that's a neat thing about Laredo is, uh, and you having spent some time in the Valley, uh, recently, um, you know, they have a lot of the chains, a lot of the, the, the chain restaurants and things like that, that we're, we, for some reason, we're not able to attract those, those, um, those chains very easily when they get here, they're very successful. But what I think that's also done is it has opened up some unique local uh, restaurants uh, like Pete Mims uh, restaurants. Uh, you know, they're very good, very good food. When, when my friends come from the Valley, I take them to, to some of these different places and they're like, man, I don't know where I'm going to take you in, in, in the Valley because they're all chains. So um so I think that's that's one of the neat things about our community is is we support our our, our local local businesses and 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 I I, th- I commend you for doing that and I think it's important for us to continue because you know we're we're in this we live in an island mm-hmm. you know would you agree with me we're 150 miles from anywhere bigger so so we're we're kind of an island and it it's you know like living in like living in Hawaii it has its pros and cons uh but if we all help each other cuz we're on the same island you know we're 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 going to be able to to keep prospering this island I agree 100% Right. Well, David, thank you very much. I, I really do appreciate you coming on to, to the show. Um, uh, for, for those of you uh, watching on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the thumbs up, and don't forget to subscribe. Uh, hit the little bell to make sure you get notified when there's a new uh, episode uh, that's uploaded. Uh, also, if you're listening to this on one of the podcasters, uh, Spotify or Anchor, uh go ahead and subscribe that way you can always find it 
Uh, and again, thanks a lot, uh, David, uh, from Print Express and Saludos Brewery, uh, wearing, wearing the shirt and the hat. Um, so we, we thank you very much. Kat, as always, thank you very much. And uh, we'll thank see you. you next. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. See ya.